This is a bonus episode of the Divine Nature Podcast, day 20 of the 25 Days Like Him series, Grateful. Hey there, welcome to the Divine Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Paige Smith, and I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a certified life coach. On this podcast, I'll teach you a blend of gospel principles and coaching tools with the goal of helping you put off a natural man and create a vibrant, fulfilling life. You ready? Let's go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to day 20 of the 25 Days Like Him series. My name is Paige and I am a certified life coach and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And we have been doing the 25 Days Like Him series, which is um, a little challenge where we practice a Christ-like attribute each of the days leading up till Christmas. And tonight for day 20, we, um, so we'll be practicing it tomorrow, um, we are going to be focusing on being grateful like the Savior. And so we, um, those of us who are familiar with the scriptures have been like, there's very, there's a lot of instances and where we, where we are invited, um, and called on to be grateful and have gratitude and give thanks. Um, but there's also a few instances in the scriptures where the savior himself is recorded as giving thanks. And this often appears, um, where he's, um, where he has been like saying a prayer and he gives thanks that way. Um, but one instance I want to talk about tonight is when is the story of Lazarus being raised from the dead. And so just some context here is that, so Christ here is that, you know, Lazarus is very ill. He's going to die. And so he makes his way out to that city and he arrives and Lazarus by the time he arrives has been dead for four days. And he and Jesus, he's he's very moved by this. And Lazarus was very dear to him, and so he, um, we read that he weeps. And so everyone who sees this happening, they can tell that Lazarus meant a lot to the Savior. And so Lazarus' sister Martha, she she's basically just like, um, he stinks. He's been dead for four days. Like, what are we gonna do about this? And the Savior basically tells her. Um, he says that if she if she would believe that she would see the glory of God, and um, and then shortly after he says this, um, he says, "Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, and I knew that thou would wouldst hear me, but or thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, um, that which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. So." And so, and then he calls on Lazarus to come out of the tomb and Lazarus has risen from the dead. Like everyone knew he was dead. And all of a sudden he's like, he's like all bandaged up, like how they, how it was customary to um, take care of their dead in the day. And he walks out and he's fully alive. <laughs> and, and it was curious about this. What's interesting, what stands out to me about this instance is that the savior um, could have just kind of like quietly said a little prayer and said, thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Father, for doing this and bringing back my friend from the dead. But what was important to him was that he said it out loud to the people who were there so that, um, so that they knew by whose hand Lazarus' hand was raised, or of who, by whose hand Lazarus was raised from the dead. Like, it wasn't Jesus necessarily operating by himself and of himself or by some strange power. It is by the power of God, by his father, that he was able to raise Lazarus from the dead. And what was important to, what no, what I noticed about this is that his gratitude was, um, his thanks to God was kind of, um, had two purposes, was that 
he was um, giving thanks, obviously, just for like the sake of being grat um, being grateful. But he was also um, giving Heavenly Father the credit for the blessing that um, was Lazarus being raised for the dead. And so being grateful like the Savior um, has two sides of it for us too. So it's not just the notion of just giving thanks but um, for whatever blessings that we have, but it's also giving the direct acknowledgement to the Father in all things um, and, and that it's only possible through the Father. Um, there's a little element of humility that is tied into the gratitude and being grateful like the Savior is. And so the key takeaway I want you to consider is that while it's easy to be grateful for the blessings that make our lives easier, it's a, kind of a lot harder to have gratitude for our trials. And what I want to invite you to um, keep on your minds is that every blessing and every trial is conspiring in your favor. Um, when you have a sense of gratitude for your trials and you remember the gift our Father in Heaven has given you to, you think of it as like a gift that Heavenly Father has given you to grow and to learn and to evolve and to become the best version of yourself. And He's refining you through these trials. Like these trials are like, sometimes like we don't wish them on anybody, but honestly, like we can think about them in a way where we're grateful for them in a way that kind of transforms us and moves us forward. Um, and what ends, what ends up happening is that when we think of our trials in a way where they're serving us, where they are helping bolster us up and make us better, instead of dwelling on self-pity and things like that, what we do is that we um, are able to add purpose through the lens of gratitude instead of suffering that will ultimately kind of keep us stuck and spinning and feeling sorry for ourselves and kind of missing the point of the trial in the first place. And so we, when we're grateful, we end up kind of actually foregoing the suffering part. Like it's still hard, but we don't have to suffer through it. We can get to, we end up enduring to the end instead of suffering. And those are just kind of two distinctly different things. And so trials, as we know them, they're intended for our profit and learning. Um, when we think about them in this way and we remember that that's what their purpose is, we open ourselves up to the transformation that is ultimately the purpose of us being here. Trials are meant to refine us. We're so, we are divine beings literally designed to continue evolving and growing and progressing. And trials are basically the mechanism in which we do that. And so when we remember that, it helps us propel more forward. And what we do too is that we, if we give Heavenly Father the credit for these trials, for these opportunities for us to grow and become who we need to be, um, we'll just have so much more, like we can, we can just be that much more grateful. We can, um, we just don't have to hold, like we just don't have to get stuck in the trial, if that makes sense. And so tonight, when we're like, while you're thinking about um, how you're gonna be practicing um, this attribute for the Savior tomorrow for the series, um, I want you, I wanna invite you to spend like five to 10 minutes writing about some pretty big trials that you've experienced in your life. Um, maybe identify like two to three of them. And I want you to ponder about five things, um, five positive outcomes from each of those trials. Like think of like the hardest things you've ever gone through and really dive in and challenge yourself to think about like, what was the great stuff that came out of this? How am I better? What is better in my life? Because I went through these hard things. Um, by looking at the positives, 
and the growth and the transformation from these out um, that from these situations, you'll be able to find the gratitude for our for your trials, even the hardest ones that you've ever had, and they will give you the perspective to um, have the to kind of carry you. Um, as you go forward and face more trials in your life, it'll give you the perspective of like, okay, these trials are for my favor, they're conspiring for me, this is for my profit and learning. It'll be like, you'll be able to see, okay, those trials are for my profit and learning, all these ones going forward, and you'll be able to just handle them with so much more gratitude, and you'll be able to see God's hand literally like molding you into who you are meant to become. And so... Um, just so spend some time, identify two to three trials that you've been through and find and identify five different points and outcomes that um, ultimately because of those trials, you're better because of it um, or your life or someone else that you've seen because of the trial that you kind of maybe went through together, um, what is better because of it. Um, and then tomorrow when you're faced with them, um, what I want to invite you to do is that um, tomorrow, just because we're going to be really kind of focusing on being um, having that sense of gratitude of like not just of not just like being thankful for our heart for the hard things that we experience but also giving heavenly father the credit for it <laughs> um i want you to be mindful and think about how you can be um, thankful in trying situations throughout the day tomorrow we all have these little moments that come and go and we can totally think about like and just just um thinking about just like when you're in the moment Get really um, just slow it down and just really spend the spend some time um, thinking about like what am I learning from this? What is the opportunity in this trial? Um, so for example, let's say that you have um, a toddler and he's throwing a tantrum. It's just like the biggest tantrum you've ever seen in your life, right? Or maybe it's not. It's just probably just a small tantrum. But just think about him throwing a tantrum, right? Um, what can what can you find gratitude for? in this situation you don't have to be grateful for the tantrum himself for, for the tantrum itself but you can be thankful for the opportunity to learn how to love someone when they're being difficult or you can be thankful for heavenly father for the opportunity to be more patient when it's difficult or um or you can think like heavenly father thanks for blessing me with this little child and who is teaching me how to be there for them in the way that you're there for me when I'm throwing my own proverbial tantrums. Like you see how there's like so many different like perspectives that we can have on these kind of really hard kind of micro situations in our lives. So that's kind of what I want you to focus on tomorrow is just kind of seeing the Lord's hand, seeing God's hand and how he is helping you become who you are meant to be and the best version of yourself in these little micro trials in your life. Um, and I just believe and just it really goes back to like when you have gratitude in these little moments and believe that everything is helping you grow and become the best version of you, you don't suffer. You don't spin in the self-pity and the and just all the like you just don't get stuck in it. You don't wallow in it. You don't grow in misery. The misery just ceases to exist because you aren't choosing to have all this kind of like negativity piled on top of what we would consider these negative situations. You're able to have face a negative situation with purpose and direction and gratitude instead. And um, with that being said, that's all I've got for you guys tonight. Thanks for staying on and listening with me. Um, I, we have just a few more days left of this, um, the 
25 Days Like Him series and I'm kind of sad that it'll be going away but it'll always be here um, on Instagram TV and on um, and it'll also be listened as a, a, available to listen as an audio replay on the Divine Nature podcast so whenever you just need a refresher um, you, you can find it um, here or on the Divine Nature podcast so that's all I have for you guys I'll see you guys again tomorrow at 4 30 Pacific Standard Time see ya bye if you would like to take the principles that I'm teaching here on the podcast deeper, I'd love to be your coach. I have a coaching program called the Divine Nature Project, where I take all the concepts I teach here on the podcast to, and help my clients develop the skills for mind management that will help them get to charity for themselves and from a place of self-love, deepen their conversion and create a vibrant, fulfilled life that they love too. Are you ready? Visit www.pagesmithcoaching.com and schedule a consult. I'd love to see you there.